Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Coffee and cream on Hale Varsity Radio with Andrew Rogers and Damon Benning. I'm coming. It's going to be a different place. A different feel, a different attitude, a different energy, a different work ethic, a different walk, a different hunger, a different desire, a different need, a different capacity. It's going to be a different reach. I'm coming. See, by now you got to feel it. You can feel what I'm saying. You can feel where I'm coming from. And you know I ain't playing because I got the credentials to back it up. I'm coming. And you're going to hear me because it's going to be little silent little footsteps that you don't even have to strain but you don't know I'm coming. Just the sake of my voice, the commitment to action, that there's not going to be any more mediocrity, period. I'm coming. Coffee and cream in the morning on Hale Varsity Radio, powered by Currency, alongside Damon Benning, Andrew Rogers here with you. Lots to get to on today's show. We originally wanted to start off with a little Dion versus Matt Rule, and then all of a sudden, as most radio shows go, something happens, something shows up in our timeline, in our feed, and uh, instead of going that direction first, we'll stick to just Nebraska. You know, we can do whatever you want to do. How about how about good morning? How, how about you? we'll start with good morning? How are things? I always like pleasantries because if we're really going to be friends, then I care about your well-being. So we doing okay? Every everybody good? Shane, you good? You yes. know, I, I told you, I said, man, I had a stomach ache yesterday, and it well, just carried over to flush, today. Right? I know, I need to get the pink back in me. I, whoa, whoa, whoa. In the in the blood flowing, DB. I understand. I understand. I, I, I just, it, that was a very, it's kind of a, a medical term, and it caught me off guard. You seem very hurt right now. <laughs> Big Grey's Anatomy guy. Uh, are you really? <laughs> I used Why to be. Why is that thing still on? Is I have it done no, now finally? Well, so you, it's fun. No, it's not. Um, what are I, we going on? 27 years? Yeah, at least. Years, I, um, I watched, I think, the first 14 seasons, and that was like the worst decision of my life. Because now you're hooked? Well, I, didn't, I just stopped. I'm like, I can't do this anymore. <laughs> it, it, it's, it's soap opery combined with... I kind of like her, though. Meredith? Whatever her name is. I've never watched the show. I like her as... Oh, a, as an actress? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's it just kind of got too reality that's the show, TV that's the for dream, me. That's the dreamy guy. McDreamy. That's, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Sure is. People and McSteamy. But people ever call you that? <laughs> McDreamy? Yeah. I don't think so. Kinda, I'm going to talk to Ashley. She's <laughs> like, ew. McDreamy. I, I have no clue. Yeah, no. So, so everybody's good, man, because there's a lot of... I've, there's this Mary J. Blyde song. It's called Mary no Kate Nashley. Mary Kate Nashley. That's called No More Drama. And man, I have some people uh, like you know that I've had lots and lots and lots of football conversations with that are losing their mind in the last sixteen, eighteen hours 
and I'm thinking to myself, like, what's what's wrong with with people? Can we just have a can we just have a rational conversation on? So one of my guys, he's like, man, I feel sorry for you, man. You're gonna have to spend this hire these hires, and I'm like, no, I don't. I'm going to tell the truth. I'm going to be authentic. You can do with the information what you What will. you're saying, you like to be well-respected I rather, well Yeah, liked. I'd rather be well-respected than well. I'm not going to spin anything. I'm going to give you what I think are multiple vantage points because it's what I do. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's who I've been. And you are free to do with the information what you will. Right? I mean, that's pretty much how. I'm not going to tell you how to think. I'm not going to tell you what not to think. And I'm certainly not going to tell you how to fan. You can fan however you want to. I mean, that's the greatest thing about being a fan. You got autonomy. So your your level of surprise, were you like, whoa? Yes and no. Okay. Give give me the, you want to go positive or negative first? We'll go positive. Okay, first. so why the why the why no, wasn't I surprised? Why, why the no weren't you surprised? I wasn't surprised because when I, I I'm I'm big into looking toward the future, and I, I kind of I kind of fall into a mix of a few things. One, he didn't really have a healthy O line to go with this year to begin with, so I don't think it was fair criticism the whole time. Um, you didn't have Teddy most of the year. Uh, that was a huge loss. And then, you know, you were just kind of mixing pieces in and out, trying to figure out what worked, what didn't work this season. And it was kind of like a guessing game. I just don't think you can really assess just after one season, like, hey, this is it. Mm. This is end all be all. I also think, you know, if you want any potential on bringing his nephew here, <sighs> why not retain the guy? I was hoping you wouldn't go there, but it's a free, you're a free thinker. But I'm going to stay there okay. also because I fall into the same rabbit hole as a lot of fans when it comes to is there any connection with him and Jim Leonard to bring on the defensive side of the ball, former teammates. So I, I, I look at a lot of those scenarios and think, you know, maybe Matt Rule has a grander plan and maybe it's, a, it's Matt Rule playing chess here and by retaining Rayola, he, he may have something in store Wow. You know what's funny? See, that's why I like listening, because I just learned something. And you're going to be like, our listeners are going to be like, dang, man, you're supposed to be the source. Never even put the Leonard and Rayola thing together until just now. And that's even on the heels of reading about Sataki potentially going to Wisconsin to be a mm-hmm. defensive coordinator. Selfishly. I know, I know selfishly. What, what am I going to say selfishly? Selfishly, in my household, it would make great sense for Jim Leonard to be there, and it would cause less stress under my roof. Selfish. Absolutely. <laughs> 100%. Because he loves him some Jim Leonard right now. So, but let me say this, because, oh, can you, I, Wow. I could probably retire and live here in the state with Coach Cooper and Coach Leonard mm-hmm. on the same staff. I think it makes a lot of sense. Given the initial. And we'll get into it early because we got, we, got we got another year to go. But see, now you got me distracted because that's a good point. And I, so I've said this like forever. Anybody that knows me knows that I'm going to get. Uh, there's a couple principles that I live by. 
Number one, just because something always has been or once was doesn't mean it always will be. That means things can change. People change. They are the single greatest variable on the planet is human behavior. So I'm very reluctant. That's why I don't use extremes. Because things happen. Why do I say that? Well, we're trying to like now all of a sudden rationalize. Well, Coach Rule says this and he did this, so I'm going to think this. Or Coach Rule's been here and done this, so I'm going to think this. Or Donovan Brayola has done this and been here, so I'm going to think this. Well, I get it because about ooh, 65% of the time, see, I'm in education, so I think this, the number's a little low. Usually the best form of future performance is past behaviors. But if you're a teacher, you typically don't subscribe to that because that's why you teach. I'm, I'm with you. Got me? Yep. So, and I've said this for 20 years, and I got this from Coach Osborne, and I believe it to be the case because I've seen it work, not only on staffs that I've been on. It's what I tried to do. Uh, it's what people have done for me. It's what I've seen good coaches do. And thought, whoa. Remember this. Coaches coach coordinators. Coordinators coach position coaches. Position coaches coach players. That's how I think healthy hierarchy works. So I'm operating under three things. And do with this what you will, Drew Down. Because I don't know if any of this is going to work. I don't. And I'm not sitting I don't think here, anybody does. I'm not sitting here professing. Hey, man, lock stock. I'm just going to tell you how I think the professor's thinking. Number one, he's told you everything about his personality that he needs to know. And by he, I mean Matt Rule. Matt Rule is a teacher. He wants young, energetic coaches that he can develop because he considers himself a developer of people, coaches and players. One of the primary reasons I think the NFL was very difficult for him because a lot of folks are already set and it's not as much about development. Neither here nor there, the NFL thing. So I think he thinks, I've got a guy. Excuse me. That's why I kill brain cells because I hold sneezes in. <laughs> He's thinking, I got a guy. And I know he had multiple interviews for head coaches or for offensive line coaches. The number doesn't matter more than one. I also know that Donovan Rayola got a f another full interview. Because what I'm going to – hopefully this is why you tune into this show because m maybe we can give you and glean some insight that you wouldn't get elsewhere. There were a few coaches already on staff that already had their things packed up, assuming it was OVA, OVA. Maybe it would have been, maybe it wouldn't have been. But to give that illusion or that presentation to the head boss went over a certain way. Wow, you guys are, we haven't even, we haven't talked. Like, do you, I want to, what do you say in the press conference? I want guys that want to be here. Maybe Donovan Rayola showed that he wanted to be here. Maybe he's a great interview. Maybe... 
Go ahead. No, no, no. This is a dialogue. Go ahead. I don't, no. It doesn't matter if you can. No, I was just going to say, maybe he's a great interview. Maybe he got in front of Matt Rule and said everything Matt Rule wanted to hear. Maybe. Maybe. Let's operate under that. So, and remember who I think Coach Rule is. I, I think he's a guy that is supremely confident in teaching other people. So he looks for a few key things. Is he this? Is he that? Is he this? Is, is she that? Is she? Because obviously his support staff will be multifaceted. And then he sees if there's a connection. Ooh, he said the magic words. He, I can work with that. I can work with that. So yeah, let's in an say, interview, this is just in general, in an interview, if you are interviewing somebody, you listen for the one thing that you're – you're looking for that you connect with right and if you're interviewing for any job say say you're interviewing for a marketing job and you want somebody to talk about streaming if nobody's talking about streaming then you're not going to hire that guy Mm -hmm. but if somebody comes into that interview and surprises you with their take on this aspect now it's something that because it's a development guy he likes to develop maybe rayola comes in and goes i know how to approach this over the next three years. Yeah, I still can't get away from the whole Leonard connection, so I'm kind of giddy. <laughs> I wish you wouldn't have said that early. But I'm going to try to focus here. And look, a lot of people don't think there's a strong likelihood of Jim Leonard coming here, but I, I didn't still think, wouldn't I count didn't, it out. I didn't think there was until yesterday. Because I, I, I even told you, I was like, get out of here. Leonard yeah, you said he's here. staying. I said, Leonard ain't coming here, he's staying. You're like, is it official? I go, oh. I don't know. I hope so. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or I hope not. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it's like there's that. And I just think kind of what you said, which I also didn't think about. Everybody always asked me what I thought of Riola, and I never had a good answer. Except for I like him because of the way that he treats me. I'm not sure – about the coaching style because I felt like he was very limited. I felt like Coach Whipple was extremely archaic in terms of run schemes. I felt like there were a couple, two or three things that he could do and teach. Other than that, there wasn't much versatility. I had a great conversation with Matt Verzal. We were talking about run schemes, and we watched a lot of film together. And we're like, man, how many different run schemes does Nebraska have? We counted three. Not a lot. Not very versatile. But – it wasn't an indictment. It was maybe that's the best that they could do given what they had. Okay, so I don't really know how to gauge him. Plus, he's playing without three guys. Well, two and a half because I don't know about Kevin Williams in terms of retention, and I know that that relationship is different than the other two guys I'm going to mention. Plus, you get Norelli back, and you get Teddy Prohaska back, who I said had a fantastic conversation with. Matt Rule. Yeah, you had you have Teddy, you have Norelli. That offensive line could have looked a lot different. A lot different. Right? All it takes is especially one healthy, lineman. Especially a healthy Teddy. One good lineman. Right? And so let's put that to the side just for a second. And maybe that's what Coach Rule is thinking. Coaches, coach, head coaches, coach, coordinators. Coordinators, coach, position coaches. So maybe there's something Coach Rule sees in Coach Rayola – Or he's like, okay, I can teach him. And let's do a little further digging. How many guys on Nebraska's current staff have experience coaching O-line? At a minimum three. Who's heavy-handed in coaching offensive line? 
the head coach, Matt Rule. So, and I don't know. Listen, I'm not telling you this to tell you what to think. I'm telling you this so you can deal with the information and do with it what you will. And sprinkle in the age of Rayola, too. Another oh, yeah. young member of this staff. This and if, staff is uber young. And if he's hungry, then I think he's going to try to feed him. Because I always tell people, man, he, he, you know, people like exert a lot of effort investing into other people and, and, and they get worn out. And I always remind people, you can only feed those who are hungry. If they're not hungry, move on to the next. It has become wasted energy, even as other-centered as I am. So maybe that's the case. Now, let me give you what the questions could be. Because immediately you look at this staff and you're like, how does he recruit? Because there's two guys in particular, I think, that have drawn a little bit of, man, we got to get out on the road. We don't know about Pot Roast. I don't even know if he wants us to refer to him as Pot Roast and, and Knighton. And we have Donnie Rayola, who doesn't appear on paper to have a fantastic recruiting track record. I don't know if that's because he can't recruit or because he's never really had good direction. I don't know. I'm leaving that open because sometimes we judge people and they've never been taught. Throw into that, how much time has he had to recruit? Yeah, it was a whirlwind. Right? Well, because well, he, he spent time with the Bears for about three seasons. And before that, well, he was at Aurora. Yeah. And, and then. And I kind of, I told you what I liked. And I'm praying somehow they find a way to keep Coach Wilhite. Then I'll really be happy because they'll have, I think, a good Nebraska feel in terms of, or somebody like that that understands the state and is very relational, that loves the university. Plus Vince Ginta, who was steadily involved in junior day, because I told you I liked him, and a clear vision of this staff. Because I'll tell you what's scary. I talked to Coach Satterfield one-on-one -on -one for 40 minutes. We're in Westside's coach's office. And he's telling me about, first of all, he said, I would, come, I would have come here for and taken a pay cut to be with Coach Rule because of the way that Coach Rule loves to develop young people. He said, in my business, developing is where the fun is because you actually get to coach. Ding! I put that on the checkbox. I did. Because it, I don't know if everybody else likes it, and I'm not telling you to. It's what I gravitate towards because I think coaching is teaching. Right? All right, special ed emphasis. I like teaching. But he said something else. He said, Coach, he's got this, this, ten, he's got this twang, this accent. And, and he said, Coach, he said, I'm just going to tell you, we've done this before. And Coach Rule's going to do his thing. He's going to hire. He's going to fire. He's going to interview. The guys that we have that are on staff right now, we know what to do. We know that we got to go here. We got to attack this. We're going to take care of this. And he's going to do this. And when we come together at the end of the day, we're going to hit our check boxes and see if we've got everything accomplished that we need to get accomplished because we know one another. And I said, 
oh about your impression or that's <laughs> about, very, about the news <laughs> can i just tell you though like it was reassuring because i don't know if it's gonna work and i'm not telling you it's gonna work but i love a plan i love a plan i love a vision and so the fact that he is he was so honest he told me the good the bad and remember what did Coach Rule say that he had learned in a couple of his interviews post? And some people said he had to walk it back. I don't know if he walked it back. I don't know if he did or didn't. I would have surrounded myself with a little more familiarity, guys that I, guys that I know, guys that I trust. And maybe he doesn't know Donnie Rayola, but maybe Donnie Rayola knows some of the guys on Nebraska's team that he needs retained. And maybe he trusts Donnie Rayola. Again, I don't know if it's going to work, and I'm not going to spin it, but I will tell you there's multiple ways to look at it from a trust standpoint because you know at the end of the day, you set it in your open. You like to look towards the future. You like to look and you're basically playing the long game, right? Always. Trust me when I tell you, it appears on paper that Coach Rule is playing the long game. He's asking you to trust him. And get I, I get it. I get it, guys and gals. You want to look at me and say, but Ben, DB, man, everybody says trust him. Why do we got to trust him? Show me, show me. I get it. But I want to go back to something that I said earlier. Just because something has been doesn't mean it always will be. Don't be jilted by other folks that have asked you to trust them. This could be different. Maybe it won't. I don't know. And, you know, you brought up a great point, too, when you said – I doubt it. Matt Rule's experience coaching the O-line, right? Say you bring in – He's got three guys that have coached O-line on his staff. Right, but most importantly, it's him, right? And you bring in somebody that has a lot of experience coaching the O-line. Maybe he doesn't mesh with Matt Rule at this point. Maybe Matt Rule can't address issues uh, maybe early on in the season or throughout the season – as easily when you have somebody that may be stuck in his ways a little more stubborn because he has the the backpack of experience to back up himself on the field. So you take a guy like Raiola who has limited success. And And we're not here to pretend that Nebraska was fantastic last year on the O-line. I mean, you talk about a hot knife through butter, that's the defensive line running through. Would you say that they got better, though? Would you say that Nebraska's O-line got better as the season progressed? Yeah, yeah, I, but it, it, it wasn't really a. It was we were at the low of the low. Could their running backs have helped them out? <laughs> right. I'm not mad at AG. I just think he should have ran straight a little more. But I'm listen. I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to tell you what to believe. I'm trying to give you where I think he's coming from. And I, and I think I think when he says trust me, I'm playing the long game. I think he means trust me, I'm playing the long game. I think I have a plan, and it's a long term plan. So, and maybe it's a trial run. Now, listen, do Knighton and Rayola and some of these guys on staff have to show that they got some recruiting chops? Absolutely. But can I just say this? You're going to have some dark days early. The Ben Bramers, potentially Ernest Hausman, a couple of other guys that may enter the portal. It looks dark when you're house cleaning and people come in and they evaluate where you're at, and it's a little dirty. But you have a chance 
in the short term to have some successes too. So to say them in order and to understand them in order, I just think it's important. And this isn't a glass half full. I'm just trying to give you multiple ways to look at it. Yeah, they're going to have to have some recruiting chops. But I will tell you, if anybody has a track record of finding diamonds in the rough and putting them in the league, it's Matt Rule. It's Matt Rule. It's Matt Rule. Right? Like, remember, Satterfield had Spencer Rattler looking like the five-star that came out of college or high school the last couple of games of the season. Maybe Love and Matt Rule take time. Hey, coming up next, Matt Rule's first commit, the portal continued, and a little bit of Dion versus Matt Rule. That's next on Coffee and Cream. Coffee and Cream with Rodgers and Benning on Hale Varsity Radio. This is real. This ain't no ESPN or this ain't one of the networks you just happen to see, man. I'm right in front of you. You know why? Because I'm coming. I'm coming to restore, to replace, to re-energize some of y'all that are salvageable. I'm not going to lie. Everybody that's sitting there in the seat ain't going to have a seat when we get back. But I'm coming. Coffee and cream in the morning on Hale Varsity Radio, powered by Currency, Damon Benning, Andrew Rogers. Now we can get into Deion Sanders and a little Matt Rule conversations because when Nebraska was searching for their next head coach, Deion's name circulated for about five minutes in Nebraska. I love Deion. And Deion is one of my favorites too. He, his charisma, his good word, uh, hype for not only his program at Jackson State, but what he'll bring to Colorado, I think he'll be great. What I think he didn't do a very good job of was <laughs> conducting his message to the players at Colorado right now. Now, it, yes, they went 1-11. and So it, nobody's job is safe. And I'm not trying to factor in college kids in, into the job argument here. But with NIL, you can, you can kind of see where I'm going here. But he basically told those athletes to go kick rocks. It's a little extreme, in my opinion. Not to say that he's not right. It's just a little out there. I think a better way to say that were to be like, hey, we're keeping the best of the best. Not, hey, I'm bringing in my own luggage, and if you're wearing a hat, you're not playing. Right? So <laughs> he went 27-5 and five at Jackson State. It's not power five, for one. But that's not to say that that's not great success and how he turned around HBCUs just in general when it came to bringing them back to, um, how do I, not, not popularity is not, not the right word, but like giving people uh, more viewing yeah, ways like to like all see eyeballs. Them. He captured yes, eyeballs. On exactly. Yep. And, and he rose not only Jackson State, but HBCUs. Across, across the list, right? But when it came to just how he went about doing this, I couldn't tell if this was more him or more the cameras. Mm. I mean, what do you think? Like, do you think he was doing it because he's on that documentary? Or do you think it's, it's kind of a combination of both? Like, I just don't think coaches all that much go out there and just say it. They kind of keep it a little more intimate when they have those conversations. So... Great question. 
I can't wait till you like can like finish my sentences and get into all my idiosyncrasies because I'm the same, right? So what do I gravitate towards? I gravitate towards clarity of message, which is what I said about Coach Joseph, right? Why do you like Mickey? No, no, he doesn't mince words. Like there's a clarity of message because right, wrong, or indifferent up the things about my personality. And I've told you this in private when we were kind of collaborating, working together. Were we going to work together? Was this going to work? And I said, hey, listen, this is who I am. As long as I trust you and you're for me, I don't care about much else. We can disagree. We can have decade gaps. We can do whatever. But as long as there's that, I'm good. Because if you're in the deal, then you're in the deal with me. To quote a line from a movie I've never seen, but everybody (laughs) tells me is the greatest ever, so I had to watch the six-minute clip. Shawshank Redemption. No, I've seen that 2,222 <laughs> times. <laughs> there are no half measures. Breaking Bad. Well, that's a TV show. So if I'm in, dang, Stickler. <laughs> I would have gone to Breaking Bad. That was my second option I'm if we were talking if TV If I'm show. in, I'm in. And with Dion, why do I love him? There are no half measures, and there's clarity of message. Now, that's not for everybody. I understand, but it's how I function. Why do I love Dirk Chatlin? Well, Dirk can hurt your feelings, but... Hey! <laughs> wow. <laughs> but you, at least you know what you're dealing with. In relationships, you cannot like me. I can be immature. You can tell me I use too big of words. Whatever. At least I know what I'm dealing with. The things that I hate is you sit on it, you don't tell me, and then it comes to fruition later on. That I can't function with. Because allow me to be the adult. I want to grow. I want to learn. So just tell me and let me figure out if I can handle it. So that's why I like Dion. Now, did I feel like a couple of things were taken out of context in his his deal? They were just playing like the snippets. He didn't tell everybody to pack their bags. Right. That's not the message. He didn't say, I'm bringing everybody. He said, listen, I'm bringing some luggage, so whatever you're going to do, do. If you're going to hit the portal, hit the portal. If you're going to vibe with this energy, let's compete. Now, he did say he's not honoring any offers that Coach Darrell had sent out earlier. So, like, if you need a school to go to in the next two weeks. It's probably not Colorado. It's not Colorado. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, but good press is bad, or bad press is good press, right? No, That's I kind don't, of the see, line. I don't believe that. But do you believe that? Oh, yeah. Because oh. You're, you're getting attention <sighs> no matter what. And when it comes to Colorado, like, they're in desperate need of attention. Yeah. And well, so you get a guy like Dion, you already have everybody's eyes on you, right? Dion brings that. Tupac, but when, another favorite of mine, yeah. all eyes on me. But when you bring... He's alive, by the way. When you bring in the hard knocks of college football here... And so are you anti-prime? No. You like Prime. Yeah. But I can, I can be critical of things that I see, of course. Absolutely. Oh. And you're learning. Or you knew. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, learning? What? This is how I was raised. Hang, hang tight there, TV. Strap in. Put, put the roller coaster uh, Hey, what do the kids over? say when they lock you up in the secondary? Put the seatbelt on. <laughs> Click. All right. I'm, I'm strapped in. 
Uh, Isn't that cool how the kids do that? Yeah, uh, well, that was like a sword move. That's what I used to think it was until Caleb told me it was not. Nah, they're locking you up like they put the seatbelt on, and this right. is the click mechanism. Right. And uh, when it comes to, to Prime, I can't speak to the promises that he made at Jackson State, and I don't want to get too far into that. I can understand why people are mad, but when I go back to the bad press is good press, you bring attention to the program. People are going to want to watch Deion Sanders coach no matter what he'll be on tv every saturday he will pack that place almost every weekend if not every weekend i know the opening weekend they will Mm -hmm. there'll be a sea of red um but aside from that are you guys going probably not (laughs) probably not but aside from that you know you can't really knock dion for the move that he made going there and I'm, I'm trying not to put words in his head or in his mouth, but going there for more money and for his family, and maybe he felt that was the best destination, not only for him to grow as a coach, maybe it challenged him more, maybe it's better for his kid to get more um, draft stock in a way uh, because you're playing with Power 5 teams now. You, you know, there's a lot of factors that go into this decision, mm-hmm. But when it goes back to... Do you think it's really more money for his family, though? No. I, but, but it, again... It, we, I love you, man. We bring, we bring this up all the time. I, and I don't... I, look, he likes the finer things in life. Like he, He's repping Louie. And... Vitten? He's repping Vitten. It doesn't spell... It, it sounds like... It yeah. looks like... Yeah, he's he's repping Louis Vitten. Were you phonics or whole language? Phonics. Okay. Hooked all on right. phonics now. <laughs> um, me too. Ooh, me likey. But at the end of the day, the way that Dion carried himself, uh, you brought up a good point that I didn't think about, and I'll, I'll kind of backtrack a little bit of where I was going. Didn't get the full message. And we saw the points that they wanted us to see. Right. And that's, that's social media, uh, right? That's yeah. social media. So, uh, you know, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to calm down a little bit. Uh, I, was, I was getting to a I point where I'm like. I everybody to calm down. Wait till Fickle People Brand. I was getting to a point, though. Kind of all in on the show. He coined this phrase. Shane, do we have I don't Fickle- have that, but, man, I'm going to get that loaded up here. In a- so Fickle People Brian in my former life called, and we were losing our minds about something. And he has a very distinct voice. He officiates in, in the Metro. And he said, I need everybody to calm down. Like, just the way he said it. And it, he's a Cowboys fan, so we got to take him with a grain of salt. But anyway. So what he was saying, some of that was a little cringeworthy because well, f- full well, disclosure. He was AR, striking fear into those guys. Full disclosure, at their age, would I have been able to handle that? Uh, you're in those may- seats. Maybe, maybe. If you know you're good enough. But do you know what I love as a 48-year-old? Let me know where I stand, and I'll let yeah. you know Be if real. I can go get it or not. Be real. And I think there's a part of me that's always been like that. I think there's just more to Matt Rule when it comes to intimacy than there is addressing people like that to a mass nation now because everybody's seen the conversation that you had. So you like whose approach? Rule's a pretty straight shooter. We come back. If we got some time, we'll talk about kind of his approach and compare and contrast because I think you're on to something. That's next. Coffee and cream in the morning on Hale Varsity Radio, powered by Currency. At Hale Varsity Club, one of the best sporting venues 
to watch all things sports, get some great food, some great drinks. And also, if you're looking for that first news look coming out of Lincoln, sign up for Hale Varsity. Get that subscription. Use that promo code AR for monthly, that yearly promo code, which is DB. I'm pretty sure you get your first month free, DB, which that's is even way to, better. That's the way to do it, right? It's on top. And we have a team of great writers, some of the best writers out there, that will deliver the news that you want to hear. Alongside Damon Benning, Andrew Rogers just wrapped up Dion versus Matt Rule. And uh, as we were going into the break, we were kind of talking about, you know, Matt Rule's press conference opposed to Dion's um, addressment of the players. Mm-hmm. And. When Matt Rule was standing up on that stage, you can look at this you know, one of two ways. Maybe take the NIL example here. So when you talk to, <laughs> when you talk to Lincoln, right? Because that, the entire town of Lincoln was at Matt Rule's press conference. Um, by delivering maybe a more positive, uplifting message without going into like, hey, you're going to stay or, or we're going to hit the portal hard here or that, like without giving too much detail, Matt Rule did such a great job of putting faith back into the people of Lincoln. Whereas you look at Dion and when he's addressing the players and he's basically saying like, hey, I'm going to go to the portal. I'm just going to dismiss you. And then we can build something special out of the portal. But he didn't say he was going to the portal. No, but he kind of alluded to that by saying like, hey, I'm bringing in my own guys. And if you're bringing in your own guys, you're going to hit the portal. Matt, I just want to thank you. Trevor, Trevor Alberts makes his appearance. But do you like do you like the approach that Matt Rule has taken with this team so far? Um, yeah, I do. So, like behind the scenes, like if you kind of want to see a little bit how the sausage is made, one thing Coach Rule told me on numerous occasions, and I've talked to you about this, you know, because apparently he doesn't sleep, <laughs> right? So he he's a guy that doesn't want to have to apologize. For misleading you. So whatever it is, he's going to say and then see what happens after that. So I don't believe that he hit the press conference with like things that he had to get across. I think he told you what he felt like was going to be advantageous to winning, what he had been to. Because on, like, four different occasions, even, like, one time we were talking about, and he's only been here a week or so, so I'm not saying I've talked to him 10 trillion times, but even the other day, uh, over text, we were talking about uh, some guys in the portal. And he reiterated to me, basically saying, make no mistake, at some point we're going to win. And I'm just like, why does he keep telling me that? Well, do you know why he keeps telling me that? Because that's what he believes is going to happen. Mm-hmm. He, he's reinstilling faith. So, so I just compare it, and it's natural, so forgive me, but it's just human nature for me to compare it to what I heard from uh, BC or Coach Callahan. We're not boys, so I'm not calling it BC. <laughs> but I just remember how awkward sometimes some of those conversations were, and I was like, gosh, he's not really a people's person, but – He's significantly smarter than me, so I have to just kind of take this with a grain of salt. I remember talking to Coach P, Pelini, right, um, who I really got to understand on a on a human to human level. You Coach, talking to a ghost? No, I was talking to you, Coach Shane. Remember when he called our show? That was great. Wowzer. 
Uh, you don't point the finger, you point the thumb. That dude went ham. And Shane held it down with my former co-host while I got into this conversation. But anyway, Coach Riley, I, had, I, I got to understand his vision. I, I didn't love his administrative support, but I got to understand his vision. And, What's of that? course, I knew Coach Frost. So when I compare and contrast plans of the future – like, Coach Rule has a little bit of an advantage because he's been in worse situations. That's kind of how I look at it. Where Coach Riley got Nebraska versus Oregon State, he, he had all the he, – he was kind of the hero and the all shucksy and he didn't have the scrutiny. And I mean, Rule's been fired. When you've been fired, much like being divorced and somebody says they don't want to be with you, like, it changes you a little bit, right? There's it affects this, you. There's this, there's this, uh, this, there's humility mm-hmm. that happens. And so that's. You get when, humbled quickly. Yeah, that's when real change can occur. So I liked, I don't think Coach Rule tried to win the press conference with a script. Right. Now, there are a lot of people, and, and, and Josh is one of them. My man says, hey, don't you think Dion's intro was staged? How else would kids know when to repeat him? Honestly, I think that was take three or four. Remember, all of this is going into his docu-series. Yeah, good, good take, but I also, he also did say, hey, say this. Like, say, we're going to be this. Yeah. <laughs> say it with me. Uh-huh. Say right. it with me. When you hear that. And so, if you're paying attention, or if you're not paying attention, you, if you're zoning out, you kind of look around like, oh, i got to repeat my guy. Now, do I like the fact that they're following him walking into the indoor practice facility, engaging his reaction and all that? That's a lot. That's a lot of stage. I don't. That is, that's part of the deal. But with what I try not to do with highly, highly, highly successful people is question their methods. I usually try to see what we can glean. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I'm very reluctant in that compare and contrast. And when uh, we're going to get to Michigan Lance here on 9 1, but I want to uh, line one. Did I say 9 1? Line one. Uh, but I want to get to this first, this point quickly. When I look at Dion and I look at Matt Rule, Dion is immediate happiness for Colorado. If he would have went somewhere, he's immediate happiness. He's somebody that's working his way to yeah, another goal. Yeah, but they get to goal. play by different rules, though, Drew Down. Like, could we. Could we hire a coach and not have the finances in place? No. No. <laughs> so, so it's different. Right. They, they get to play by different rules. Right. But altogether, here's where I was going. Immediate happiness can be short-lived. But long-term happiness is unconditional. Yeah. You and me are the same you, in that You look regard. at T.O., you look at Devaney, you look at some of the best coaches here at Nebraska, long-term equals unconditional to the rest of the people. Because I think over time we learn to appreciate the process. We're just jaded because we don't trust mm-hmm. anybody anymore. And, and listen, it's not the fans' fault. We, we haven't had success. So when Coach Rule says, trust me, I think it's different than when, you know, Coach Polini or, you know, the pro- he's talking about the process and it's not about the yards, ma'am. And, you know, Coach Frost says, trust me. Like, we're like, why? It does, it's never worked out for us. So I'm trying to take um, Coach Rule at his word. And 
not guaranteeing that it'll be successful, but that's where we're at. Michigan Lance is on line one. Let's bring him on to the show. Michigan Lance, we love having you here. Let's chat. What do you want to talk about? Man, boys, it's kind of tough being on hold with you guys because I have no idea what you're saying. I know you're working oh. the kinks out on that, but that is Oh, you want to be, be able to hear us while you're on hold? Yes, yes, because I, I have no clue what's well, going talk, on. Talk, but, to the, talk to the two geniuses, Sasha and Shane. They will, <laughs> they will help you out. No, I, I know they will. I know it's coming. I know you guys are working the kinks out on the new show. But speaking of the new show, right, I have to tell this quick story. So you ever, Andrew, you're, you're in your 20s, Andrew? Yes. So you might still be in this phase of your life. But a long time ago, me and Damon and some listeners are probably in the phase, older, older people – we're in a phase in our life where we're playing the field, and you're, and we got the new person. We got the new new, whether it's the new gal or the new guy, right? And you guys are the new girl. So I haven't talked to you in a couple of days, and so I'm so excited, right? I'm like, oh, I get to call, I get to call in and yada, yada, yada. And so I'm pumped. And so I call, and I say, yeah, Sugar Shane, what's up, man? Huh? Sugar, what's up, my I said, this is Shane, right? No. He doesn't work here anymore. I was like, oh! <laughs> oh, yeah! Oh, I, oh, hey, oh. hey because, because back in the day, Andrew, we used to have to remember numbers in our head. Hey, so hey. I haven't completely <laughs> forgot that. So I'm programmed to when I call Shane, I have the, the number programmed in my head. Hey, what was so, that big book so, called? The big uh-huh. book of phone numbers. What was that big book of phone numbers the called? The black book? Right, right. <laughs> yeah, it, it, exactly. So check this out, right? So when you call the new person and you, and you make the mistake, and then they're like, and then I'm like, and then you'd be like, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm going to talk to you, right? So, yeah, I want to talk to so-and-so. So, so, then they, so then they say, oh, yeah, man, good to hear from you, you know. And then, and then the new girl or gal, what about when they say, oh, yeah, I was thinking about you. And you didn't mean to call him in the first place. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking about you. Michigan just won. I, I like, oh yeah, uh, here we for sure. Go. <laughs> here we go. What's on your mind though with with prime time? Well, well, first off, are you okay with that? You didn't answer me with the Dodgers. Are you okay with them letting him go real Trey, quick? Trey Turner. <laughs> yes, I am because I I think they have I think they have a a pretty big fish on the hook at shortstop. Okay. Okay. All right. Cool. It's easy um, when there's no salary. They're cap. dump. They're dumping. You know, Bellinger signed for seventeen mil. Trey Turner's off the hook. I I think they got something coming. Oh, okay. Yeah, and they've been. Hey, they haven't been wrong so far since right. our boy Magic came along. So hey, <laughs> <laughs> give Magic some credit. Hey, they've been getting some things done. Not saying it's all him. All I know is since he came though, hey, it's been Magic. Mm. So, uh, but hey, man, Prime. Uh, hey man, I like the move. Um, certain schools need, uh, at, at certain times, need like a Deion Sanders. Like when Michigan was going through their law, they needed Harbaugh to be the face, right? And now, once Harbaugh got it uh, going, we'll get to Harbaugh- Michigan Lance some more in the next segment. We yeah. got to go to break here, though. Okay. Uh, so All sorry right. if we cut you off there, Michigan Lance, but stay on the line. No, go ahead. He's next. And yep. we're going to play a game, too. Two for you, DB and myself. Give us a call, 888 638 4876. That's next.
Coffee and Cream on Hale Varsity Radio with Andrew Rogers and Damon Benning. We are back, Coffee and Cream in the Morning on Hale Varsity Radio alongside Damon Benning, Andrew Rogers. Let's go back to line one. Michigan Lance here with us. Sorry, man, we had to cut you off. We're in a, a show no. structure where we have to go to break at a certain time. They're, and they're, we want to make sure we. Hard breaks, Michigan Lance. <laughs> hard breaks. Man, it's, it's no problem, fellas. I got no problem with that. Thanks for having me. But continue. We want to keep hearing uh, what you were saying. Oh, so, so I got fine. Certain programs need the head coach to be a face to get jump started. And I would say, like, Michigan with Harbaugh, you know, he was everywhere. But now since he kind of got a rolling, he took a step back and putting the kids back in front. And Colorado's in the same spot, man. They've been dormant. Hey, man, they, they need somebody to be the face that can get this, you know, to be up front until they get this thing going. And so what people miss and forget about, which I know – a guy like Damon doesn't, who likes Dion, because you you love Dion, don't you, Dion? I love uh, I, I do. Yes, I do. Right, but people out of all the glitz and gamma, he's a grinder. Like he works, he puts the work in. Harbaugh, they put the work in, even though they may be the face or on TV all the time. And so, Colorado did a great move, and I wish more colleges that, like, hey man, we need to get something in here energetic life like to, to get this thing going and so that's what I was talking about with like Nebraska I think Nebraska's in that position to where the, the head coach needs to be the, the the front guy and wants to be the man and and out in front because it's not back in the day where you know Osborne didn't need to be the face because there were only a couple new TV channels there was only a couple schools that were always on. That red end was always on, and it sold itself. So people like DB can sit up here and say, yeah, I want to go to Nebraska. I don't want to go to the University of Tom Osborne. Mm -hmm. But nowadays it's a little bit different where you got to kind of sell yourself along with the school if you're not a top-brand program. So, man, I, I love the move of, of what's going on and what they're doing. And they're going to have money, like – Right, they're struggling a little bit. Like, ah, we don't know where the money's gonna come from. It's gonna come in. Hey, one thing about one percent of white men, they're gonna find money. Whether it's your four hundred one k or your pension or I don't know, somebody with a tax write off. I don't know if you've looked. That at That money will be there for Dion. It's, it's 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 sad. Maybe it'll be some of that legalized CBD and and yeah. marijuana. Mm -hmm. They exactly. Got, they, got, they got great I'm sure they streets in heck out of that. Hey, listen. Be good, man. Hey, thanks, fellas. Appreciate it. Great show. Hey, appreciate you, Michigan Lance. Uh, and, of course, call in. If you want to play, 888-638-4876. If you want to play our next game, two for you, or if you have another comment. So, you know, the thing about, like, style and delivery, I think both folks are telling the truth. It's just in one cares about can you handle the delivery more than the other. Right. He brought up a good point there, though. And correct me if I'm wrong, but I could have sworn you had said I didn't go to Nebraska to play for, for the Tom, Ons Tom Osborne. Yeah, I, I went to, to the Nebraska. I went to the University of Nebraska so, so that because was it was kind the of a icon that I saw all the time. It was Nebraska. 
And I had friends. Larry Station. So was that in line with him? Or was that, yeah. you know, on the yeah. other, on it the was, other side It of was the road. bigger. So what he's saying is now it's more about the personality. Right. Than it is the school. Right. And I'm not sure. I could have asked him. Like, does he differentiate between Harbaugh, Moeller, Schimbeckler, and um, uh, who's in between Moeller? I'm missing one. Not Hoke, but uh, he won. And everybody said get molared up, but that's not the term for the drinking and driving. But anyway, let me get let me let me give our listeners a little bit of insight, right? Just fortunate to know some people that have um, some insight. So this, Carr, thank you, Lloyd Carr. So this is a um, he's very familiar with Nebraska's program, very familiar. He is not in our demographics. He is older, very mature. I talk to him all the time, okay? So he roughly has kids my age. Got me? Mm-hmm. And he says this. He's like, DB, he's basically saying, how do we – so let's go back to the Rayola Dion thing. He said – he's basically saying, hey, DB, how do we know – that in the interviews that Coach Rule had with the players, how do we know that the players weren't advocates for Donovan Rayola? Because we don't know. We, we have no idea. We do know that he had a full interview, though, right? So when he talks to Rayola and he pits it against the players, maybe something came to light there. You talked about the trigger words. I think you used streaming or something like with an interview for mm-hmm. a multimedia right. company. Mm-hmm. So maybe that was something. And an, a different perspective of somebody that's a little older that you may think be out of touch, but he's not. He said, I watched Dion's entire talk to the team, and I kind of liked it. Uh, the, the one thing that I did not like was when he asked for questions, if you got any questions, and the kids asked questions, Sometimes he was a little short and dismissive. I was a little disappointed about that. But overall, he kind of liked it. And I don't say that to validate my guy. I say that to say it's easy for my friend to be kind of set in his ways and to know and because he's experienced and successful and retired and and married and can do what he wants to do that – he could just kind of live high on the hog, right, and, and cast judgment. But even he's open to interpretation and, and learning new things because we may not already know. What's so bad about that? Because there's, in, there's, there's perspective in things that we don't know that we're not privy to, but, man, we sure have some quick knee-jerk reactions. Hey, let's get out of sports talk for a sec and play a game. Okay. Two Shall for we play you. a game? Have we are you going seen to play two games? for you. War games. Oh, my gosh. Matthew Broderick? No. Oh, man. Greatest line ever. <laughs> I love this music, though. Let's roll. <laughs> we are so not good at this. Hey, Jake is on line two ready to play the game. Jake, welcome to the show. Pick two people. Uh, Andrew and D.B. Andrew and DB, DC, yeah, DB or Shane? Well, it okay. better be DB because okay. I don't want to play with Shane. We all know how it went last time. Shane, you're my dude. If I called, I would pick you, okay, buddy? I got your back. Thank you. Oh, all we right, got to write so this me, down. All right, we so me and you. I got a pen. I'm ready. 
Yeah, I, I got to do this right here. We're going to try to win him some money, okay? Yeah, we're playing for Hale Varsity Club gift cards, and I will go over the process here now. If he gets two right, or if we get two right, Jake takes home a $10 gift card. He can risk it, double or nothing for a $20 gift card, three out of four, and then double or nothing one more time for that $40 gift card. Uh, DB, I have five... I have six different set of four questions. Pick one out of the six. Uh, let's pick number three because that was my high school number. Okay. An element on the periodic table. Okay. A TV brand. Wait, what? A TV brand. Okay. No, oddly enough. A Gatorade flavor. Ooh. Okay. And an NBA player. Kyle, you're good at this. Okay. I'm ready. You're ready. <laughs> <All right. laughs> this is nuts. <laughs> wow. Have you practiced this? This is fantastic. How do you know the questions to ask? Uh, I write them down. So, like, I write down the questions. Pretty, but pretty good. All I, right. I try to keep it very generic. Yeah, let's roll. Okay. An element on the periodic table. Okay. Three, two, one. Hydrogen. hydrogen. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't hydrogen the first on the periodic table? But what do we need to live? <laughs> I was going with number one. Right off the gate. That makes Fudge. sense. <sighs> hydrogen. Oh, for one. All right. Oh, for one. We got, we got to help Jake out. My man Flaky Jake's probably like, man, these guys suck. <laughs> no, he's only got to get two, though. And yep. then he can then, okay. All right, so let's be better. A TV brand. Three, two, one. Samsung. Samsung. Let's go. All right. All right. Go. Okay. One, one okay. for two. One I for wanted two. to say Sony. Thank, <laughs> you, Lord. Thank you, sweet baby Jesus. You know, I was about to look around at the TVs at Hale Varsity Club, but I could not. I didn't want to like make that obvious of what I was trying to do. What's, what's he looking at? LG. <laughs> LG. Oh, good thing I didn't look hey, here. Hey, that's uh, that's Michigan Lance's son's nickname. LG. Yeah, that's All funny. Right. Third one. A Gatorade flavor. We talked about this yesterday. Three, two, one. Green Arctic apple. Bass. Oh. Arctic blast. Arctic glacier. Yeah. Glacier freeze. Damn it. <laughs> Is Arctic blast one? You went with what I liked. Yeah. Oh man, we talked if about I it yesterday. For we said green you, apple. If you, we said green apple on the show well, if today. If you answer how what I think, and I answer for how you think, we should be married because that's how couples should work. <laughs> if you have my best interests at heart, and vice versa, we should work. But I'm supposed to be thinking for a common answer. If yeah, I'm thinking like you, and you're yeah. thinking like me, it'll be opposite. But we were talking green apple today. We talked it yesterday. I thought green apple was on your mind. You lectured me the other day like a teacher. You're like TV. Keep it simple. It, it is keep it simple. I'm playing up your alley. All right. So we got to get this one What'd for you Jake say? to have a Arctic chance. Arctic blast. Ar the glacier freeze thing. <laughs> blast. The white cherry one. What? I don't no, know. You just named four flavors. <laughs> Shane, my guy is killing me, man. Did I not do very well? Let's get Jake All some right, money. We got to get Jake some money. Okay. Um, uh, oh, what was it? Oh, an NBA player. Three, two, one. LeBron. LeBron. <laughs> okay. We're there. $10 gift card in Jake's Fudge. pocket. Congratulations. I didn't want Jake <laughs> mad at me, man. Wow, that's hard. Nice work, Jake. Uh, you can come to Hale Varsity Club, whether it's today or tomorrow. Your gift card will be at the hostess stand. Thanks for playing. Appreciate it.
Thanks, Jake. We should. I, I want to get him like some big money. But we can. I I'm hopeful that we can get other people some big money. They need to call in right now. We're playing the game two for you. And what's, that's what's, the, what's the number again? I, I tweeted it out earlier. I don't have a eight 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 six three eight six three eight. Yep. Four eight seven six. I'm gonna tweet out the. I should. We should be on top of tweeting out the actual game itself. I'm more sorry. Often what, than not. what? 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 Hit us up. Two for you. What? What? Two for you. Hit us up. Two for you. All right. I just tagged DB in a two. Yeah. All right. You ready? What do we got? Oh, we have another yeah. caller. Out of breath. Brian. Oh, this is my guy. Fickle okay. people, Brian. This is my guy. Maybe he can play the game. Yeah, let's no, have him let's play. have Brian Shane. I can't tell a caller what to say, though. We should probably say hello first. Yeah. Okay, let's bring him on. <laughs> Brian, you're on line one. Welcome to Coffee and Cream. B, good morning, man. What's up? Oh, man, it's so good. <laughs> Got my voice touching down in Lincoln now. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I told Andrew you may scare him at first, but you're I, harmless I at know. the end of the day. Oh, he's great. <laughs> B, how you been, hey, man? man? I'm doing good. Hey, I finally got to get into your show. I tried to call last week, but you were busy, you know. Yeah. I figured you guys were, you were hot last week. So everybody wanted to get a hold of y'all like a, a piece of joint on a Friday night. <laughs> it, yeah, that's good. I, well, I, I'm happy in my sports world right now. I'm feeling real good. I got the Cowboys looking like they uh started to catch a little fire right here. Hey, a little defense going on. Uh, do, do and, you, the, and the Yankees just signed Judge. Hey, do you think that that's the best team in the NFC? To me, yes, because it, it kind of reminds me of them in the 90s only because uh, we were a team. We spread the ball around a lot. Mm-hmm. When we're in and we hit hit Michael Irvin a few times, hit an Alvin Harper, hit a Jay Novacek, hit a Daryl Moose Johnson with something, and we're not depending on just one person as the star. I, I, I like that team. Mm. That's what I like. That's a Super Bowl team to me. But whenever we try to be something outside of that, we we don't seem to do too high. But as long as that that formula right there, where we're being physical, that offensive line, that that Smith, that rookie. Yeah. That's an offensive lineman right there. Yeah, That's a man. Hey, and, he, and he's mean-spirited. Like, you may have something there. Yeah. Kind of remind me how the offensive lineman used to be down there in Lincoln, you know, back in the day. <laughs> okay, Zach Winger. He said that in his speech yesterday. Everybody was tweeting that out. What do you think a good offensive lineman is going to say? He wants good offensive line play. Hey, do you want, do you want, hey. to, play, do you want to play the game or do you want to just talk sports? Oh, you gotta go ahead and play. You gotta knock people on their butt. All right. All right. <laughs> so do you do you know how you know how the game is played? No. What is other game? Uh, okay. So it's called it's called two for you. So you get to pick two of the three. And I know you love Shane, so you can take Shane. But so two of us, two of the three, will answer questions. If we say the same thing, it's good for you. If we say the same thing twice. You get to double down on your gift card to Hell Varsity Club, where I'm telling you, B, you know how I get down. They have great food. Okay. Okay. Oh, yeah. All right. So, so cool. which, which two of the three are you picking to answer the questions? Okay. I'm going to go with Shane. I'm going to go with the new guy. Uh, uh, wow. The honey wow. sugar cream right there. Okay. <laughs> okay. All yeah, right, was, Shane, you that, ready? That's more what I'm saying to Shane right now. So I'll give the three, two, one. And yes. then you guys answer. All right, Shane, pick uh, pick one out of five. So three. 
three? I okay. picked three. That's what we're doing. Okay. All right, here we go, B. Now, you're not answering they are, and you want them okay. to say the same thing. Shane, a right. baseball team in the NL East. Got it, Shane? Yep. Okay. <laughs> it's so scary. Well, no, 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 no. I had to think about do you want to go by town or by uh, – No, Shane, just the NL East. Take Brian, the mascot. Brian, next okay, time don't pick – Brian, next time don't pick Shane. <laughs> Shane, a car brand. Okay. A band. Okay. Wow. Are you writing these down? No. <laughs> I don't have a pen, man. <laughs> oh, Lord, B. Next time, pick me. Oh, no. Shane, <laughs> you watch these. I try, I try to use some diversity. I know, I know, I know, I know. Shane, you watch these every Saturday. The, the, the black guy left the black guy out, and that's what you get. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll stick to my own next time, folks. <laughs> All right. Well, don't try to. Don't the label to my name. Don't the label to my name. All right. Shane, is he selfish? <laughs> I don't want to see right. anybody right. that, that uh, shows up on TV wearing masks and saying Oh, shoot. All right. What's question number four? <laughs> You're right. Shane, you watch these every Saturday. A cartoon. No big deal. All right. You got the four, Shane? Yeah. Okay. Oh, man. I got my four. I don't, right, come on, I, I don't know if we're connecting here. All right, here I'm, we go. I'm Brian. <laughs> read, read question one. A baseball team in the NL East. Three, two, one. Senators. Phillies. Who? I said Senator. They're in the NL East, right? Senators? It's well, not right, hockey. Right, it's right. baseball. Right. You should have a hockey sorry. team, man. I meant Washington. The Nationals. The Nationals. Shane, are we in the 80s? Or? Brian, Brian, <laughs> next time pick your boy. All right. I will. All right, here's, here's question. They only have to get two the same, yep, so you yep. got a chance. All right. All right. A car brand. Three, two, one. Chevy. Ford. Dang it. Oh, my God. Oh, God. Look at All that. right, here we go. Chevy yeah. Ford, Republican, <laughs> Democrat. Democrat. <laughs> 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 I told you he's great. Here we go. Question number three. Okay. A band. Three, two, one. The AC Beatles. Oh. Sorry. That, that, wow. that, that was way too hard. Can we get him a gift card hey, for no, let's, let's play again. Let's play again with Brian. Let's have him wait, re wait, redo wait, his wait, options. Wait, wait, wait. So, so I picked the two guys that were black. And when it came, they couldn't even pick the Beatles. That should be like... <laughs> What's the number one choice of a pie for what white I, people? It should be like apple pie. What am I, 75 years old over here? Why am I picking the hey, needles? You know better than to get Shane started. Should we let him play again? Let's let him play again. Let him play again. Okay, okay, Brian. But because, because, because we like you, we're yeah. going to give you another shot at it. It's going to be me and Andrew. <laughs> yeah, I love how you said me and you. <laughs> Sorry, Shane. Hey, Shane, before we, get, before we get to this next set of grouping, what was your cartoon? I put Family Guy. You said you watched these. I just said cartoons. Wow. No, no. I said you I said pick, you, you watch you, these on Saturdays. You, you gave a, a cartoon. You can't pick Shane. You didn't, <laughs> didn't say a cartoon. I didn't hear it. What? <laughs> Selective hearing. I would have said The Simpsons, though. Oh, They're not on good. Saturday. Okay, but Stickler. you can go on demand, I suppose. Shane, you're my dude. Goodness. All right, let's let's do this again for Brian. The animosity in this I room. Would've, I would've, <laughs> hey, Shane, I would have said Super Friends. All right. Um, oh, good call. Yeah. 
one through four. All Pick right. one through four. Uh, give me two. Two. Okay. A popular house pet. Okay. A cookie flavor. Okay. Name a season. Okay. What's right. the fourth? No, no, no. I'm going to go with this one instead. Okay. Disney Princess. <laughs> uh, can I give the movie? I don't know her name. A lot of movies. Okay, are, okay, okay. I got it. I got what, it. I got it. What are you? No, no. I got it. <laughs> no, I got it. I got it. I, I, I'm going to uh, keep it simple. You told uh, me to keep it simple last week. Okay. I, but, oh, no. I got it. Are you sure? Yes. Like, you positive? I, I want to get Brian 40 bucks here. Well, Are you sure? You're, you're you the one it? that asked the question. Hey, don't blame the questions. <laughs> don't blame <Shane. laughs> All right, let's play. Um, you ready? Yep. A popular house pet. Three, two, one. Dog. Dog. Easy. Right off the rip. Okay. Right off the rip. All right. A cookie flavor. Three, two, one. Chocolate, Chocolate chip. chip. On your own. Right. Brian, $10 gift card. Do you want to play double or nothing? All you need is one more. Uh, I go, go ahead, double down. Yeah, double I down. love it. All right. Name a season. Three, two, one. Fall. Oh. Man, yes. <laughs> I thought you were going to say Laurie's. I thought going to go back to Laurie's again. I thought we going to go to Laurie's. <laughs> Or McCormick or something had, like that. I don't know. <laughs> no, we I'm had laughing a, at you. We had a segment. I don't even know how he remembers that. We were talking about how people season their meat. <laughs> and he said, well, everybody knows Laurie's. <laughs> hey, I would have got that one wrong. Hey, <laughs> Shane, Shane is in tears over there. Should we go four for four? Or just give him. The you got a twenty dollar gift card here, Brian. I, we're really worried about this Disney princess, but if you go for a fourth, you could win a forty dollar forty dollar gift card. If you miss, you get nothing. Go ahead, go for that fourth. No, no, B, 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 no, 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 no. Don't, don't, don't. This one's hard. Don't do it. Take the money and run. Take the money. Take, take the take gift the card. Take and run. the money and run. Yes, yes. Okay. I can't get the girl from Frozen. No, I, <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Even, I couldn't remember her name. Elsa. <laughs> yes, I couldn't remember her name. That's my little girl's jam, and I couldn't remember it was Elsa. Hey, okay. so is I can't remember either. I got my daughter Take in the car. I, I could have asked her, but we would have lost. I remember that. I wouldn't remember. Oh man, well, here, we got Shane. Make sure you tell him how, how he can pick it up. I see him all the time. Make sure you tell him, like, hey, B, we appreciate the call. Hey, no problem. Thank you. Wow. That, that was entertaining. That was Dude, great. He's, he, he's, he's great. He's the man. Hey, hey let's so, do the fourth so, one real fast. I know, but my man Scotty, he said our mics have some serious cracking going on this morning. Is that because Sash, we're can, laughing? Can you, can you help us with the mic cracking, Sasha? Oh, she said because we're yeah, laughing. That's what I said. <laughs> Sorry, Scotty. <laughs> we'll try not to laugh. <laughs> hey. So this is my guy right here, Corey. This is like my dude, dude. He, he goes, what is Sugar Shane doing, LMAO? <laughs> he wasn't listening at all. No. <laughs> I'm, I'm tossing a retweet to that. Hey, Shane, are you good over there? What's up? What are you guys talking about? <laughs> <laughs> hey, he was on point, though, with those drops. Like, on point. No, he, he's the best, but he's like a cartoon character. I don't even know if Shane's real life sometimes. But who was 
Okay, so you want to do the princess yeah. real quick? Uh, all right, three, two, one. Snow Cinderella. White. Oh, thank goodness we did not go for yeah, four. Yeah, so we saved him some money. <laughs> hey, Kevin Suits up next on Coffee and Cream. Coffee and Cream with Rogers and Benning on Hale Varsity Radio. Back with you on Coffee and Cream in the Morning on Hale Varsity Radio. <laughs> Still smiling from our previous segment. We are, we are enjoying ourselves this morning. It's A29, and on the phone is Kevin Suits. And Kevin is the sports director at 1011 News in Lincoln. Kevin, thanks so much for hopping on the show. How are you? I'm good. Good morning, fellas. Hey, funny thing about Kevin. Yeah. I called him yesterday. And I actually called the, their news station to get in touch with Kevin, and I had his number the whole time. And we had text chains in the past, and I just was ignorant. You, you want to know one of the joys about this job? And now that we're on him soon to be in both markets, I get a chance to talk to somebody that I've always liked talking to because <laughs> we're in Lincoln. Kevin, it's hard for our listeners for me to explain my weird affinity for you, man, but it's probably a bigger deal for us to get you on, hopefully every other week, uh, than it is for you to actually be on the show, man. <laughs> no pressure, though. No pressure, bud. <laughs> well, I thank you guys for uh, having me on, and DB, good to hear from you. And Andrew, it is crazy, you know, like to connect the dots of our paths uh, in previously. And yeah, man, you don't even need to go through the newsroom. You had no. the whole time. <laughs> That's how badly we wanted he you had on you the at, show. He had you at hello. <laughs> 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 we're we're putting together kind of this lineup and and I looked at him and I was like uh, the whole texting the last couple of days between Andrew and I was like oh god we gotta have it we gotta have we, we gotta have Kevin like because because I'm it's weird Kevin I'm a, I I don't want to embarrass you just because you know we we gotta glean some information and get some insight <laughs> right. on what's going on in the capital city but even guys here like in this market like your media peers like they sing your praises right it's like nobody has anything bad to say so i shoot man i just want to be a part of it can we share well yeah that's that's very nice of you db and you know we we have had some nice exchanges you know whether it's pre-game post-game at memorial stadium yeah. or even there's been a couple of high school games yeah. you know uh i've been at and you're, you're running your team through pre-game warm-ups and we're still you know, hugging it up and saying hello, and that's all good. And I appreciate what you guys are doing early on here with uh, with Coffee and Cream. And it's it's an awesome show. I've been listening since day one, um, and it's really fun to be a part of. So thank you again for having me on. Well, we appreciate you there. Hey, the big news coming out of Lincoln today is the, the name, well, at least the name that's surfacing is Donovan Rayola. And the O-line has been an area of major criticism lately. And Husker fans weren't very enthused last night to see Rayola's name as the one coach being retained here. What's your initial reaction to seeing that news? Frankly, I'm not surprised. Uh, mm. You know, if you listen to what Matt Rule said that he wanted in terms of his staff, he didn't necessarily say all of my guys. Uh, he wanted he wants guys that he feels he can help them grow in their coaching profession, and some of the the guys that are going to be on his staff uh, don't necessarily have the most experience. They have a diversity of experience, and I can greatly appreciate that. But not only does Matt Rule like to coach players, from what it seems like, 
He likes to help these coaches grow as well. Yeah. And you, you think about what Raiola's path was. You know, he came to Lincoln as an offensive line assistant coach. He wasn't the head offensive line coach with the Chicago Bears. He was the assistant's assistant. And so last year, it was a pretty big task for him to come in and not only coach a Power 5 program in such a key position in the Big Ten, but also have a group that underperformed last year. And, you know, I think folks need to extend some grace toward Donovan and what what the deck he was dealt was last year. Nuri not being able to play before the season even started and then losing Teddy Prohaska. I mean, that might have been their best offensive lineman, and he only saw the field a few games. Uh, and the injury started to mount up front, and not to mention they're playing a defensive line such as Minnesota and Michigan. And mm. Illinois' de- defensive line is pretty good this year, too. So it was tough sledding from the get-go. And maybe Matt Rule identified that, that, listen, this is a coach that last year may not represent his coaching ability. Let's give him a chance. And you know, there's nothing wrong with having a little bit of continuity from the previous staff. So I, I, I'm not totally surprised that Donovan's a guy that's going to come back and coach with Matt Rule. Hey, so let me ask you something, Kevin, because, listen, I – you got your ear pretty close to the ground. What if, and we don't know if it's going to work, and I don't think we're trying to sell it, but I'm just trying to, we're trying to glean some perspective here. Have you ever been in or done, sat through like an interview process or talked to somebody and said, they may not have been this to them, but they can be this to me. And it kind of changes the dynamic of what they're capable of under some new circumstances. That's a really interesting point, Damon. Uh, you know, may, maybe Raiola's that. If you look at his profile, his coaching profile, he's been with a lot of different guys. So maybe it just is going to take the right head coach. And we're not trying to say that Mickey wasn't that, and we're not trying to say that Scott Frost wasn't that, but maybe the right guy can push the correct buttons with Donovan. And, and we've, there are so many examples of that across coaching that some coaches are just better based on the people that they are around. And I would think that's not even a coaching thing. That might be an employee thing. You know, I might excel, you know, frankly, at the, the position I have, I've had five different bosses in 17 years at 1011. Mm. And I think some of them have made me better. I, I know for a fact that there is uh, one of the news directors I had, he challenged me in a different way than the others did. And, and that's not to say he was better than the others. In fact, my current boss, I absolutely love, but he's got a totally different managerial style, and it allows me some freedom, and it allows me to have maybe a little bit more fun. But <laughs> one of the previous news directors, you know, he was the guy that, you know, if you didn't have a good sports cast, he was right there in his doorway, and he'd pull you right in. He, I called it the finger. He didn't give me the middle finger. He gave me the index finger, which was pointing like, you're coming in here. And we sat down and we would have a little hash out for about 10, 15 minutes. And at the time, I hated those discussions. They were uncomfortable. I was young. I thought I knew a lot more than what I actually did. But in retrospect, he was pushing me and he was challenging me to be better. And I'm forever thankful for that. Mm. So in the case of Nebraska football, maybe the managerial style that Matt Rule has is going to really help a, a coach such as Donovan Raiola get a little bit better this year. 
Transitioning to the hardwood, I know there's a game happening in Lincoln. There's also a game happening out at Indiana. And we'll start there. Nebraska gets the Hoosiers tonight, a team that just got walloped by Rutgers. Didn't shoot the ball very well. The Huskers coming off a high, taking down the seventh best team in the country. But in regards to this matchup, Kevin, what are you looking for? Who, who are you watching here? Is it Derek Walker, Trace Jackson Davis? Is it Sam Griesel and the new kid on the block, Jalen hood Shafino? What is it? Well, Trace Jackson Davis, I think, is the best player in the Big Ten. Uh, Zach Eady maybe would be moving into the number one spot based on the first month plus of the season. Uh, can Nebraska basically post-wise do to Trace Jackson Davis what they did to Ryan Kalkbrenner? I don't know if it's apples to apples here, but I do think that Jackson Davis is a guy that if you're aggressive and you go right at him, perhaps you can get him out of his game. And it seems like this Nebraska team, you know, I'm sure you guys, like myself, were just completely shocked at the way Sunday played out. Mm -hmm. They made that game a rock fight. And it wasn't the prettiest of basketball. If you're neutral to college basketball, not Creighton, not Nebraska, and you're just flipping through, you're probably not watching that game on Sunday because, you know, it wasn't scoring every 10 seconds, and it wasn't played at a pace that's appealing to the common fan. But Nebraska found a way to junk the game up and win it. And I would think that just based on overall talent, Indiana is superior to Nebraska, but that doesn't mean they can't win the game. They've got to have the right scheme. They have to maybe get Trace Jackson Davis off of his game, get him in foul trouble, and then I think the window of opportunity may open for Fred Hoiberg's team. I thought Fred coached his tail off on Sunday, by the way. Hey, let me transition on our last 90 seconds before we get you out of here. One of the reasons I'm excited about talking to you is because you – you know that high school scene in and out. And a couple big wins. The The Capital City had a good week. A couple 2-0 and teams. Uh, Southeast got my guys in Westside. In your opinion, who do you think is going to be the high school team to watch as the season progresses in Lincoln? Man, I don't know, Damon. That's such a good question. In fact, I was looking at our sheet last weekend of <laughs> games to really monitor closely. Southeast, I think Southwest is pretty good. Yeah, this I agree. Chuck Love's a pretty dynamic ball player. Uh, I'll go down a few classes. Parkview Christian, I think, is going to win Class D2. Always good. And they play above the rim, man. They are a fun <laughs> team to watch, and they've got incredible pace. They won it last year. I think they'll repeat. But in terms of the LPS schools in Class A, shoot. I, I'm Southeast or Southwest? Southeast, Southwest. Yeah, it's it's one of those two, and East could maybe sneak in that discussion too. So, well, Coach Kevin, you don't disappoint, man. I'm I'm pretty pumped, man. Welcome aboard. We appreciate you, Kevin. Thanks. Thank you guys for having me on. Have a good day. You too. Follow oh, love at Kevin Suits on Twitter. Up next, over to the Keystone State, we talk to Mike Gross here on Coffee and Cream. Lambert Smith oh. throws it downfield, wide open. Theo Johnson got it to 15, 10, 5, touchdown. Penn State, Keandre Lambert Smith. They set it up perfectly. Allen is to the right of Clifford, too far side. Play action fake. Sean loads it up. Long and deep down the middle is Keandre Lambert-Smith. He's got it. Touchdown, Penn State. They go for the bundle after the takeaway. Game, set, and match, Nittany Lions. Back with you on Coffee and Cream in the Morning on Hale Varsity Radio. 
It's time to talk to Mike Gross, Penn State writer for Lancaster Online. You can toss him a follow, a follow, excuse me, at Mike Gross LNP. Mike Gross with us now. Hey, Mike, how you doing? I'm great. How are you guys? Doing? Good, man. Thanks We're for good. joining us. Really, really good. Thank you. No problem. No problem. Hey, let's start here. Uh, Rose Bowl for Penn State. They take on Utah, and Utah just came off one of their biggest wins, knocking USC out of the college football playoff. What's your expectation for this matchup? Uh, I, I would consider Utah a slight uh, favorite. I like their team a lot. People expected them to be going into the year. They've been really, the losses, really their losses their wins. Uh, they lost to Florida. They lost to PFA. Um Yeah, they're a quick, athletic, tough team. And uh, I grew up in Las Vegas, which is my uh, favorite. Mike, let me ask you something, just kind of globally, because I think this is interesting. Even though James Franklin, big presence, Penn State, huge brand. How many people outside of Happy Valley know or understand that Penn State was 10-2 and two heading into this football game and had a remarkable double-digit win football season? Well, I think it has been a little far. I think uh, they, you know, they the, the defining game in Ohio State. They lost both of those, and then they kind of were kind of done, uh, and they were as far as winning the conference. Beyond that, but after that Ohio State game, which was really a pretty competitive game, mm-hmm. uh, that that was not. Uh, that was not a, a, a real dominant win in any way by Ohio State. After that, the way they kind of tore through November uh, really impressed me, even though they didn't play anybody great. Uh, they really smacked the crap out of four straight opponents in November. And, and uh, uh, you know, the, I, I, to, the short answer to your question is they don't have an elite win. I think that's what it is. They don't have an elite win. Although they got pretty close against Ohio State earlier yeah, that, on this season, the, the second half of that fourth quarter was pretty misleading. That uh, you, how did they? How did they get over that though? Because the line scrimmage was was pretty even, yep. and uh, that was one game where where I, I I didn't think Sean Clifford had a real good game that that, that game. Uh, there's a lot of people in our neck of the woods that think he never has a good game. They're, they're, <laughs> They're down on that dude, but uh, but I thought in that game, you know, he missed a, he missed some open targets. He missed choices. Uh, they really could have, uh, you know, I don't know, but could have won. That might be a little bit of an overstatement, but they certainly it, that that was a competitive game. That was a game that maybe they could almost build on a little bit, and the way they played after that indicates that maybe they did. So Mike, let me ask you something, because I think James Franklin, Wiley, known for his recruiting prowess, and you have a handful of impact freshmen, a couple in the backfield, secondary. Like, is he playing just enough freshmen to keep the recruiting buzz where it is, but understanding full well that in the Big Ten, it has to be a supplement and it can't supplant 
in terms of playing young guys. How has he navigated or negotiated that give and take? Well, a couple, couple of things. Number one, uh, if you're talking about the freshman running backs, I mean, it's, it's been obvious since very early on that those kids were exceptional. So they've, they've just shared the duty. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, they've had almost an equal number of carries. I'm talking about Nick Singleton and uh, I'm drawing a blank in the other kid's name. Uh, Katron Allen. Allen, yeah. Uh, and they both, they've both been spectacular, but they're different. They're different kind of backs. Singleton has a chance to get 1,000 yards if he has a big Rose Bowl. So in, in that case, it's simple. We, those are the best guys we have. We're gonna have. <laughs> um, on the defensive side, they just have played a lot of people. They have, they have 26 people with a tackle for loss this year. They have 16 people who have a, at least one sack. They're running people in and out of the game, and some of those people are freshmen. And uh, I think that's really been, I think that's really been the way that he's made that work, with a lot of help from Manny Diaz, the first-year defensive yeah. coordinator, who has been a home run hire. They really have built an aggressive, disruptive, athletic defense, and uh, and they just play they just play a lot of people every game. You look at the participation sheet. There's 26, 27 kids that have gotten in the game on defense. So. That's been the way he's able to mitigate that a little bit. We're speaking with Mike Gross, Penn State writer for Lancaster Online. Right now, you can toss him a follow at Mike Gross LNP on Twitter. Mike, offensive line play has been the topic of conversation in Lincoln today, and it was the topic about two weeks ago at Penn State when the <laughs> team retained their NFL projected first rounder. How big is that for the program going forward and for this upcoming bowl game in particular? Because if he were NFL bound, you probably wouldn't see him playing. Well, he, he's, he's hurt. So I don't know if he's playing in the road. Bowl. But the, the, but the fact that he's coming back next year, when I, I mean, the, some of the NFL people that I pay attention to, had him in the top five or six yeah. among the in in, in uh, the, the coming draft. He's a very unusual kid. He's a great student. Uh, he comes from a family that is not doesn't really have a football background, but but uh, it's sort of a wide variety uh, of interest. And I, so I guess he he had more to accomplish in college. We're talking about Janu, their left tackle. Uh, he is a third year college, so he would be at, at eligible. Uh, really, if I checked the box. Um, I don't know. Unless you got, I have not heard that, that he is playing bowl game, but I haven't heard that he. Uh, and he, he's been used. His emergence has been used. The offensive line is such a problem for recent years, all of a sudden they seem to have got a huge key to what they've been able to No, you would know better than us when it comes to his injury status. When I allude to that question, I think three weeks in advance and think, hey, <laughs> you know, he, he, may, he may have a, have a chance to be on the field. No question. Yeah. That was actually the Ohio State game when he went, when he left. And it's it's interesting. I was I was near the end of that game, and I happened. To, I was down in the field. I was down in the end zone, and he walked right. 
and he was walking completely normally. So I'm, I'm guessing, you know, I didn't see any sort of limp or any sign of injury at all. So I'm guessing maybe it's not a lower body thing, uh, but I don't know. That's just guessing. Uh, but yeah, you're, you're, uh, you're, you're uh, you guys are right. I, I think there's a pretty good chance that he'll be available in the, for the Rose Bowl. Mike, let me get you out of here on this. When it comes to James Franklin and in-game coaching, that has gone back and forth nationally for the last <laughs> handful of years, right? Uh, gets yep. locked up long term. Got a big contract. The you know early signing period is coming up. They're going to have another good class. He continues to recruit. How does the fan yep. base balance? that dynamic i mean we are talking about for all intents and purposes another quiet 10 win season he's winning (laughs) he's recruiting but is he adored like you think the number should indicate not quite uh i i understand exactly what you're saying it's not quite and and one of the things I, i think it's been relatively quiet this year because there have not been that many situations this year that, that called into question like clock management mm. or real specific key moment yeah. play calls, that kind of stuff, which there just hasn't been uh, much of that this year. Uh, so so that, that side of it has sort of died down. Uh, he hasn't taken a lot of grief about that. Uh, and and he, um, the, the coordinator, uh, the offensive coordinator, Mike Yurcich, has uh, the criticism of him, of him has died down a little bit. Um, uh, you know, I, I, I think that there, there's still this reputation that he can't win the big one, which I think that's always simplistic whenever an athlete. Or, uh, but but he still has that, and uh, he's going to have to he's going to have to beat uh, Michigan and or Ohio State to to push that side, and maybe next year. Next year seems like maybe the year, if there's ever going to be one, we're going to make that happen. Mm. Mike, we appreciate your time this morning. Thanks so much. We hope to talk to you down the road. All right. Thanks, fellas. Hey, thanks, Mike. That's Mike Gross, Penn State writer for Lancaster Online. Just about a minute left in the show. If we did not touch on a topic that you thought we were going to today because DB and I get off topic every now and then or continue something, a segment to segment, join us where we podcast. That's Heard at Sports, Morning Dump, Benning Bites, and Sports Six Pack in the afternoon. And for uh, Morning Dump today, something that I wanted to talk about that we really didn't touch on too much goes back to our poll question. What is the likelihood Jim Leonard ends up at Nebraska? Is it very strong, somewhat strong, not sure, or no shot because you're a Debbie Downer? We will talk about that (laughs) on Morning Dump because I think only good can come from the headline when you read it in the paper, Jim Leonard to Nebraska. Wouldn't that be something? It would be something for a lot of different I'm trying reasons. not to allow myself to even entertain it. And we will get into that again where we podcast. Go to Herd at Sports. Find Morning Dump. That's it for the show this morning. Thanks for joining us. Chris Schmidt, Elijah Herbal coming your way later on this afternoon on Hale Varsity Radio. We'll see you tomorrow on Coffee and Cream, powered by Currency.